Topics are difficult to find these days. It's the NBA and NFL offseason for the Timberwolves and for the Vikings. And those are the two teams that I talk about the most. 99% of the time, a podcast that I do is going to be about the Timberwolves or the Vikings. They are my two favorite teams. They are the two teams that I follow the closest. And if the Twins make the playoffs, maybe I'll do a podcast on them. I did not do one on the Minnesota Wild because I do not know enough about the Minnesota Wild and I didn't watch any of their playoff games. Um, so, because it's the offseason, I'm trying to think of different unique topic ideas. So, because it is the offseason, I'm going to run through the top 10 players in Minnesota Timberwolves history according to me. Now, this list has names that everyone knows. You could argue where players should be on this list because, I mean, you look at the Timberwolves organization, you look at the players in the history of the organization, and there's one player, arguably two, that are guaranteed a slot, and that's Kevin Garnett, number one, and it's Anthony Edwards, number two. All other spots, three through ten, are up for debate. Because, let's face it, the Timberwolves organization doesn't have a history of producing great players. So I'm going to start at number ten. Number ten, I put Terrell Brandon. He played for the Minnesota Timberwolves from 1999 to 2002. He averaged 15.6 points per game, 8.3 assists per game. He came in the Stefan Marbury trade. And the Minnesota Timberwolves had four playoff appearances with Terrell Brandon being the leader at the point guard position. So he earned my number 10 spot because of the four playoff appearances, a good assist total, Filled the role of Stefan Marbury very well. Number nine, Kevin Love. 2009 to 2014. Averaged 19.2 points per game, 12.2 rebounds per game. Now, the reason why he's so low on my list is because he had zero playoff appearances. Kevin Love was not good enough to get the Timberwolves over the hump. So, Kevin Love... I'm sorry, but if you had at least one or two playoff appearances, he would have skyrocketed up my list. His numbers were phenomenal. We had a a couple of okay runs at an eight seed, but it never happened. So Kevin Love, as great as he was, a rebounding machine, a three-point making machine in his prime in Minnesota, he cannot be higher than nine because the Timberwolves never made the playoffs. Number eight, Stefan Marbury. He played for the Timberwolves from 1997 to 1999, and he got traded during that 1999 season. He averaged 16.9 points per game, 8.3 assists per game, and he had two playoff appearances, which were the first two playoff appearances in Minnesota Timberwolves history. I think that means something. That's why Stefan Marbury is number eight on my list. Number seven, 
Tom Gugliotta, 1995 to 1998. He is on the roster. 18.5 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, two playoff appearances for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Again, he was a part of the playoff runs for the Minnesota Timberwolves, the first ever playoff runs for the Timberwolves. Helped get the squad over the top and finally into the playoffs. That's why he's number seven on my list. Number six, Andrew Wiggins. 2015 to 2020, got traded during that 2020 season for D'Angelo Russell. 19.5 points per game, 4.3 rebounds per game, one playoff appearance. Andrew Wiggins was a stud in Minnesota for a long time until his last few years when he got overshadowed by Jimmy Butler. And then Carl Anthony Towns came in. and But during Andrew Wiggins' first few seasons in Minnesota, he was a phenomenal player. He won Rookie of the Year. And he looked like he was going to be a superstar in the NBA. But he just didn't quite excel past that 19.5 point per game mark. Andrew Wiggins has basically been the same player in the NBA since he entered the league. He's been consistent, he's been good, but he has not yet been a superstar. I think that's a fair way to analyze Andrew Wiggins. He didn't excel to that number one superstar level that we would hope for, but he got us to one playoff appearance. He had good points per game averages, and he was a valuable player for the Timberwolves for the short time that he was here. Jimmy Butler is number five on my list. 2018, and then he got traded during that 2019 season to the 76ers. 22 points per game, five and a half rebounds per game, 4.8 assists per game, one playoff appearance. Now, he's only with the Timberwolves for a year and a half, but one playoff appearance, and I might be a little biased here because I love Jimmy Butler. I love how he poked holes in the organization. I love how he showed just how soft Carl Anthony Towns was for the Timberwolves. That story that Jeff Teague shared about how he took the G League players and went right after Carl Anthony Towns and just dominated practice, left practice to go to a Rachel Nichols interview, and then he came back to work out that night at the Timberwolves facility. Jimmy Butler poked holes in Carl Anthony Towns' toughness. And he took the team to a playoff run. Lost in five to the Houston Rockets, but you're not trying to overcome a lot to make the Timberwolves top 10. Jimmy Butler was a great player for the Timberwolves when he was on our team. 22 points per game, great rebounder, great assist man. Jimmy Butler was really, really good in his short stint. Number four, Latrell Sprewell. 2004 to 2005, 14.8 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game, 2.9 assists per game. Um, These next two players on my list, it's not too difficult to see why they are in the top five or top four because they made the Western Conference Finals. So Sam Cassell is my number three on the Timberwolves list. 2004 to 2005, Western Conference Finals, hit massive shots down the stretch, helped get the Timberwolves over the top, past the first round for the first time in franchise history, and um, for the only time in franchise history. How sad is that? The Timberwolves have existed 
for several, several, several years, since the 1980s. And they've only gotten out of the first round one time, and that was in 2004. You've got to give credit to Sam Cassell and Latrell Sprewell for getting the squad over the top and into the Western Conference Finals. Flip Saunders once said that the Timberwolves would have beaten the Lakers if Sam Cassell didn't hurt himself doing the big balls dance. That's what Flip Saunders believed. Now, you can say that about so many different things and situations. Like, you see players all the time. You know, if I stayed in the league, we would have won three more championships. Or if I did this, or if I did that, or if I didn't get hurt, we would have won a championship. How can you say such things when you have absolutely no proof? Empty statements. I love Flip Saunders, but that's an empty statement. You have no idea if you would have beat the Lakers if Sam Gassell didn't get hurt. But that's what Flip Saunders said. Number two, Anthony Edwards. He's only been in the league three years, but again, you look at the franchise history in the Minnesota Timberwolves organization, and there's not much to overcome. He was drafted, played his first season in 2021, averages almost 22 points per game, 5.1 rebounds per game, two playoff appearances. He's already got two playoff appearances in his first three years. He's on a Kevin Garnett trajectory is Anthony Edwards. So uh, hopefully the Timberwolves can put some pieces around him or move some pieces to best utilize the great talent that is Anthony Edwards, already number two on my list of best Timberwolves players of all time. And then number one, Kevin Garnett, 1996 to 2007, and then came back in 2015 in a trade from the Brooklyn Nets and retired at the end of the 2016 season. Um, These numbers don't really do it justice because his last two seasons in the NBA weren't great. Neither was his first season. Uh, 19.8 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, 4 assists per game, 8 playoff appearances, 1 Western Conference Finals, 1 MVP. Kevin Garnett has been the face of the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise until Anthony Edwards came along. The Timberwolves franchise hasn't had many faces. They're still known for Kevin Garnett's years. But now Anthony Edwards has come, and now he's going to become the face of the franchise. I mean, Kevin Love was the face of a franchise, but was he really? Zero playoff appearances. Never did anything huge for the organization. So Kevin Love didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, Honorable mention, Al Jefferson traded for Kevin Garnett. Got him in that Garnett trade, uh, but... Zero playoff appearances, only played on the team for three seasons. Had a little jump hook, but he really didn't do a whole lot else. Not a great passer, terrible defender. Wally Zerbiak, I mean, you could maybe throw him on this list a little bit. Uh, but that's my top 10 Timberwolves in the history of the organization. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for making the podcast a part of your day.